Flight 229, you're clear for takeoff. Just like a flight plan, you have to know where you're going and how you will get there when you plan for retirement. Let Ryan Fleming help you chart out a course for your retirement with his intimate knowledge of financial planning and the airline industry. It's time for the Pilot's Advisor. Welcome to the Pilot's Advisor, recording from Paris, France today, and we have a special guest. Our special guest today is a, a guy that I've known for many, many years, uh, helped me get into the reserves at Charleston, flying C-17s, and we also used to be roommates on the beach back in the day in Destin. So welcome to the show, Sean, who is a is currently a uh, FedEx pilot and who still flies in the Air Force Reserve as well. Hello, Sean. Hello, everyone. And uh, thanks for having me here, Ryan. He said that we're here in Paris, France, and that may sound a little glamorous. Very romantic. But we're actually stuck in a uh, Marriott hotel room, quarantined because of uh, the current pandemic. We don't even have uh, a couple of ferns in the room or anything, so this is just a uh, non-romantic as it gets. I think it's pretty romantic, but I thought it'd be a good opportunity to put Sean to work Get some of his perspective, because I've known him for a whole lot of years. Sean's been an entrepreneur. He's seen a lot. He's a very intelligent guy. He's well-spoken. Not to put any pressure on you, Sean, but I thought he'd be a great guest for today's show. So, Sean, is there something you want to talk about today? Yeah, I'd like to talk about the extra time that pilots have. So, we shut down the motors, and we're able to walk off the jet and really not have to think about a whole lot of... Uh, job-related issues. And some of us may think, hey, I have all this extra time. I should make more money. I should start a business. And I think I, I know exactly what you're talking about because I have this conversation with many of my clients. They say, hey, I feel like I need to do something else. It's that type A personality coming out. Uh, those of us that might not have kids yet or you know, we need to challenge ourselves still. And so they want to start a small business. They want to buy a couple of rental homes. They want to, I mean, I've heard it all. And uh, so I know exactly what you're talking about. And and I think you should kind of tell us what your experience has been and what, what your perspective is now as you've gotten a little bit older. Yeah, I'm the person that I was just talking about. I fell victim to this early in my career. And luckily, it was early enough in my career where I didn't, have a ton of capital that I spent. All the capital that I did have, don't get me wrong, I did spend. I did lose most of it on some businesses. Other businesses, you know, maybe broke even and maybe had one that I made a little bit of money on. But um, just from my own experience, it wasn't worth the time and the stress and the missing out on hobbies that I could have been taking up or time spent with my family. Well, and I think, uh, you know, nobody ever retires and said they wish they would have worked more. And one of the beautiful things about an aviation career is you have time off. You work maybe a week on, week off. You work 12 days a month. And you also don't have job stress. I mean, any other job out there, you have job stress. So even after you get home from work, you're thinking about that proposal you have on Monday, or you're thinking about that meeting you have with your boss. So I know it doesn't sound nearly as sexy as having a second career or having a job on the side, 
but it's something that I really think you should think about uh, as well as just enjoying the time you have off and, and spending it with your family because that's probably the best thing we have with this career. Yeah, luckily, uh, all our extra time, we just kind of waste it because we don't realize how valuable it is. So those of us who decide that we want to jump into a business, we kind of think that, oh, we can just do it part-time. But I'm here to tell you that you can't start a business and do it part-time. The time that it takes to start and run a successful business is immense. And if you're trying to do both, uh, chances are it's not going to be successful. You don't have that time to put in. Yeah, and you brought something up when we were talking about this offline. You were talking about how you have to be passionate about it, and most people don't understand the amount of work that goes into it and how passion is probably a big thing that you need to look in the mirror and consider. Definitely. I would say that if this isn't something, if a business that you're looking to start isn't something that you would be happy doing without making any money at it and you were just going to do anyways, then by all means, go for it. I don't want to discourage anybody from following through with a great idea or a great plan that they have. I just want to make sure that that's something that you really want to do when uh, if it's something that you're just on the fence with, your time may be better spent investing that time with your family, with a hobby, and letting your money just work for you by investing. And I know you had talked about this, how sometimes the grass is always greener on the other side. And I have these conversations with my clients where I say, you know, it's not as sexy as saying you have 10 houses or you have this side hustle or this business that you own. But in most cases, from my experience... And pilots I've worked with over the years and I've seen, you're better off just investing your money, letting it work for you over the long term, enjoying your family, and you'll probably be end up in a better position had you put a lot of risk in some other entity or some other business and, and focus so much of your efforts on that versus maybe playing a little bit more with your kids or, or uh, taking your wife out to dinner and, or just relaxing. You deserve that. That's a great point. And I was very aggressive and very risky earlier on with my business. And most of them didn't turn out the way I wanted to. And in a time like this, where a lot of us are in jeopardy of losing or at least getting furloughed from our airline, those who also have a business on the side are probably in jeopardy of losing their business in all of their savings and capital that they put into that business. So I know this is a historic time and this maybe happens once a lifetime but if you had invested it yeah the market's down right now but this pandemic is a blip on the historic radar uh, the market will come back eventually and as you get closer to retirement you should be uh, depending on your age back to where you were and much better well i'd also add because i i think that uh we have tough times ahead of us, and I've had many tough conversations with many clients already. I think that the, some of the legacy carriers are going to have a very difficult time probably for the next two or three years, which we will discuss You know how everybody has their different opinion on how this is going to play out. But I also think looking at that, you might have to ha some of us might have to do work in other areas, and I would caution using any of your capital for some venture going forward. I would much rather you invest in somebody else's capital and somebody else's 
let them take on all the risk. Have some sort of a uh, put your efforts towards a job or a business where you can put in the sweat equity, but know that you're going to get paid for doing it versus hoping that there might be some revenue or return on your investment. Yeah, I agree. And with our current environment, especially if you are in danger of getting furloughed from your airline, the last thing that you want is all your money tied up in another business. So if it's invested, although your investments may have uh, dropped a little bit, at least you do have something that you could pull from if you need to. Now, Sean, shifting gears a little bit, I wanted to have a conversation with you about one of my clients and what they said to me recently today. I got a text message about this earlier today. And one of my clients wanted to know, he goes, hey, uh, in this current environment, don't you think we should probably uh, stay away from equities, having less exposure to equities, and maybe a little bit more towards cash? How would you respond to that? I don't know. I mean, having cash is always good if you think that you're going to need it in the near term. But if you're just holding on to cash for the long term, I think that this is probably one of the better times to put that money to work for you and let it grow. All right. I put Sean on the spot for that. I wanted to see what he had to say because uh, I thought it was a great question. And what I would like to respond is, you know, Warren Buffett used to say that do the exact opposite of what most investors are doing. And what that told me was that there's a little bit of fear out there when we all know that we want to purchase and invest and buy stocks when they're low. So the last thing I would want to do is be holding cash right now. If I had cash, I'd be putting it in the market and trying to buy all these companies at a discount because I'm a long-term investor and I know they're going to come back. I don't know if the next 10% is going to be up or down. I have no clue. I'm not going to speculate and I'm not going to try to predict what the market's going to do. But I know for a fact that the next 100% is going to be up because it always is. And we know that market the market's down right now and you can buy at a discount. So I would 100% be getting as much exposure as I can to equities right now because I'm a long-term investor. And I thought Sean brought up a great point. You know, cash is great if you need it on hand for the next, you know, one to two years and your, what your time horizon is. But otherwise, this is one of the best times to invest your money. And Ryan, maybe you can answer this question for me. Or don't, a, a, don't put me on the spot in front of my listeners. A thought process that I had. So I've been kind of keeping up with the news as far as Warren Buffett's concerned and what he's doing. So Warren right now hasn't been buying much of anything. If anything, he's been selling airline stocks and so on and so forth. But also with his Berkshire Hathaway, when he invests, he has to spend millions and billions of dollars investing into companies as opposed to uh, us, the average investor who's investing, you know, hundreds, thousands of dollars. So what's the difference of investment opportunity between us? I feel like we have a better opportunity to invest in some of these companies than like Warren Buffett does, who's sitting on the sidelines for maybe like buying a huge percentage and taking over a company or something. Well, I think it's definitely different. I mean, that's how they created mutual funds for individual investors like ourselves, so that we can invest in multiple, multiple companies, where if you have a large organization or you have so much money that you could have a separately managed account and buy individual stocks in bulk. And I'm talking about not individual stocks like you own 10 or 12, but you literally own multiple of 20,000 different stocks and become globally diversified, then yes. Um, I think you bringing up uh, Buffett and talking about what he's currently doing. I've had a conversation with many of my clients, many airline pilots, time 
and time again. All pilots want to talk about is buying airline stock or buying FedEx stock. And I always say that you have so much exposure to the airline you fly in. I know you know it a little bit better, but the last thing I think you should be doing is creating more exposure for yourself by buying American stock or buying FedEx stock. I know it's down a little bit. And when Warren Buffett just dumped all his airline stock from every single legacy carrier, and of course they all dropped 10 or 12% immediately, I knew a lot of people that were in the hurt locker. And I just don't think picking individual stocks is very prudent. If you want money that you want to invest, you need to be diversified, buy as much as you can across the market, international and domestic, and let that money work for you over the long term. Otherwise, you're just speculating and gambling with your money, which I hate, and I try to teach all my clients not to do that. Don't take or make short-term emotional decisions with your money because you're going to lose over the long term. Hey, Ryan, I have another question for you. So everybody wants to stay abreast of the economic climate right now. And besides your own podcast and your website, what are good media sources for good, accurate, reliable sources for getting quality investment advice or economic climate advice, and don't say social media. Well, <laughs> this makes me laugh because I can pretty much tell you anything that most investors are out there listening to is not what you should be listening to. So if you're listening to any, like not just social media, but any media platform out there, if you're reading Money Magazine, if you're watching Fox Business, all of it is out there to produce fear and greed and sell magazines, sell ratings, that's not learning about investing. That's not following the rules to investing. If you want to truly understand investing and the rules to the game, then you probably need to go take a, a college course or go to some sort of, of a workshop and look at like how the market really works. Because sadly, the things we see on a day-to-day -day basis right now are actually going to teach us how to lose our money and make emotional decisions that are going to hurt us over the long term. Whereas like right now when everybody's in a panic, what this really is, is actually an opportunity for a disciplined long-term investor that has an investment philosophy that they stick to. Okay. So since we touched on media, can I go off track, off subject of economics for a second? Absolutely. And did you say fake media? Well, fake news? Fake media, social media. I just want to cautious everybody, especially in this time of a pandemic where everybody's kind of on edge a little bit with your friends, with your family, with your social media accounts, that's not the platform to have intelligent conversation to discuss issues. Uh, from what I've seen with my own friends, my own family, when somebody puts something out on social media or a group text or whatever, that's just information going out that they don't want any feedback or response or intelligent uh, opposition to. And when you guys, when people start arguing on social media and group text, then uh, nobody wins. There's no intelligent two-way communication going on. I think a podcast like this is great where Ryan and I have been friends a long time. Uh, I could say something that really upsets them, makes them mad, but we're face-to-face -face and we're friends and there's going to be no hard feelings at the end of it. We could sit here and discuss whatever sensitive topics that... Uh, could possibly come up and still be great friends afterwards. That's an amazing lead-in. Thank you. So yes, I want feedback, and this podcast is not me talking at you, and that's why I really want to have more guests on the show. I want to hear from you. I want to hear questions you might have. 
I want you to be on the show. I think we all want to hear about industry news issues. So please reach out to me uh, for not only questions, but if you want a special guest, we can get a hold of them. This podcast is for you, and it's not just financial information all the time. We want to talk about industry stuff. We want to talk about stuff that pilots like to talk about, all the stuff that's going on in the cockpit day to day. So please reach out to me. Sean, thank you for being on the show today. You're an amazing guest. Hopefully we can have you back at some other point in time. We appreciate your perspective, and I hope you had a good time. Ryan, I had a great time. It was a pleasure being on, and uh, everybody out there listening, stay safe, and best wishes. Fly safe. Talk to you later. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.